0: When Jeremy Meltzer lived in Cuba, he was upset at how common it was for women to be victims of violence. Every woman he met had a story. There were so many that violence was normalized. That experience planted the seeds for I Equal Change, a cause marketing platform where brands donate to a cause with every sale they make, and the buyer gets to choose which organization to donate to. Many of the projects supported by Change are committed to the development of women and girls, staying true to the beginnings of the cause marketing platform. Let's talk about that phrase, cause marketing. The term was coined in 1983 by American Express to describe its campaign to raise money for the restoration of the Statue of Liberty. American Express donated one cent, that's right, a single cent, toward restoring the statue every time someone used its credit card. As a result, the restoration fund raised over $1.7 million. That's a lot of cents. In this episode of B-Side, Jeremy Meltzer talks to Business World reporter Patricia Marisol about I Equal Change, cause marketing, and how a dollar can do good.
1: How did the idea for I Equal Change come about?
2: I lived in Havana in Cuba when I was 21. And I went at a time when really no one went to Cuba. So it was a very unique experience. Although very quickly, I started to hear from the women who I met in the community stories of violence when they spoke about their husbands, boyfriends, partners or ex-husbands. What shocked me and angered me was that these women thought it was the most normal thing in the world. That's just what men did. And I thought to myself, that's where I come from. That's not what men do. What is going on? Why do these women think it is completely normal? And so I left Havana feeling really impassioned and still angry about what I could possibly do about it. And that became the genesis looking back of Change because I later realized that I could create, or at least the vision was to create a new funding stream for organizations that are working to end violence against women and girls. So that became the foundation for the platform that has become I Equal Change today.
1: How does cause marketing work?
2: Cause marketing can mean a lot of things. Businesses for many years have looked to partner themselves with not-for-profits and as per the phrase, it's been with the intention of marketing and there's nothing wrong with that although My opinion is it hasn't been done well in the past, it hasn't been done transparently, it hasn't been built into part of the brand as an ongoing experience for the customer that they can trust and believe that is credible and authentic. So we set out to reimagine that as an experience for the customer and a solution for a retailer to make it simple for them to give back and simple for them to build that into their customer experience. So effectively, after a number of years of initially working out how it works and what the user experience would be, it's ultimately very simple. Where we integrate with each retailer's website and on the thank you page post-purchase, a platform appears where the brand gives back with every sale. Most of our brand partners give back a dollar and the customer gets to choose where it goes. So to one of three projects. They can also add to it if they want or share the amount by seeing how much they raised or helped to raise by their purchase. And so effectively providing a very simple and transparent experience for every customer and helping the brand build that into their DNA and their customer journey and experience with every purchase.
1: You have a platform where sellers make a donation with every sale they make and the buyer gets to choose which organization the donation goes to. How is cost marketing different from corporate social responsibility?
2: Corporate social responsibility is more a umbrella phrase that would describe the way businesses or corporations are behaving and choosing policies, guidelines, purchasing practices, employee practices, waste management. It's a broad term that looks at the way a business world be as responsible as possible in respect to a whole series of indexes around how they run their businesses. So they're not necessarily looking for a marketing return, just realizing that they operate as part of a broader community. And indeed, to be successful, they understand they need what's called a social license to operate, which is a business can't thrive in a community that doesn't. So. The business has a responsibility to support that community, to be a partner, to be an organization that is respected within that community, if they wish that community to support them. And so there's a circular relationship there. Cause marketing is more specifically around how brands are giving back to causes, hoping to achieve a marketing result or return. So that would sort of broadly define those two differences.
1: How can companies easily integrate this sort of giving into their business and how can they choose the best causes to support?
2: It's so important that what you do is both authentic in terms of being clear how much you're giving. I mean, some businesses even asked customers to donate only, which I've always thought kind of insulting to the customer because we know as a consumer that the brand has just made money from us. And then they're asking us to make a donation. So there's no skin in the game at all for that brand. So this is really about reversing that experience where the brand gives back and they're able to communicate and say, I mean, in the case of the Change model, most of our brands give a dollar with every sale. It's a clear amount. The customer knows what a dollar is. They're not saying 1% of profits or proceeds, which no one knows what that means, or even from one item for one month. I mean, none of that makes the customer feel that this is a really committed, transparent initiative as part of the brand. By making it simple and powerful, that's the driver of our growth. That solution is something that's very easy for the brand to integrate. Brands can work with us. We uh, have built this platform to make it simple or to share the broader learnings. It's simply that to give back to your community, Do so with absolute transparency. Don't just do it for a month because the needs in your community are probably going to be there for a lifetime. And so if you want the business to be associated with also being part of the solution to the issues that we all care about or affect all of us, then it needs to be a long-term commitment. That's perhaps the best way to start thinking about this space is how does the brand build this into their DNA, commit to it long-term, and commit to being part of the change.
1: So on your website, it says that 100% of donations are sent to carefully selected NGOs. What's your criteria for that?
2: Choose them carefully, slowly. We vet them, we visit them as much as possible. I was in Bangladesh, for example, earlier this year visiting one of our partners who is working to end the marriage of girls, child marriage. We vet our projects based on what's largely considered best practice international development which is about NGOs that have been working with the community for at least a decade. They hire locally. You know, it's not foreigners who are telling them what they should do or build or how to improve their lives. It's locals who are creating local solutions, hiring locally, sourcing locally, and being an agent for change within the community as locals themselves, for which they all benefit. And so the public has a very narrow understanding in respect to this idea of overheads or the percentage of money being given from the donation. So while we give 100% of the funds we raise, the NGOs have their costs, right? Like any organization, staff, everything that's involved to run a, effectively an NGO is a business, right? They have to have an income in order to survive. And so it is far more accurate to be judging a not-for-profit or an NGO or charity, or however you wish to describe it, based on their impact, not their overhead. If they take out some of that money to pay good staff, to report on their impact, to improve their service delivery, to even promote what they do so they can then raise more money and be more efficient and create more impact, then isn't that what we are wanting them to do in the first place, to accelerate their impact? And so this idea of like, I wanna give you all my money, but none of it should go to running the organization is, is ridiculous and self-defeating. You know, we all need to challenge ourselves when we sort of ask these NGOs this really difficult question of how much, as if we have an idea that 10% or 14% or 18% is a correct number. It's going to differ from organisation to organisation and country to country. But really it's about, you know, who are the people in the organisation? What's their commitment to change? What's their methodology? How have they been able to use the funds they raise internally to strengthen their organisation and to further their impact? That is essentially the metrics. Some can be measured. Some are more around having conversation, understanding an organization's methodology. That is, in effect, how we judge and slowly partner with the organizations that we support.
1: Thank you for sharing your metrics. So it's judgment based on impact and not overhead. Let's talk a bit more about markets. Which markets are most receptive to the idea of cost marketing? Like, for instance, what can you say about the philippine and southeast asian market in terms of cost marketing
2: having spent a lot of time in southeast asia and india where there is a lot of poverty it isn't a highly developed NGO sector in respect to the local buying of support of those local ngos and i think that exists for a number of reasons so there are a lot of ngos working in those sectors they often tend to be run by international NGOs, INGOs. And there are, of course, small, great local ones that are being run. I think my assessment of that, I mean, it's perhaps a more complex conversation, but as you guys probably see every day, there's people who sleep on the street. When we come as foreigners, we're shocked and upset by that. And I understand if you grow up with that, it's normal, right? And it's a really complex problem to fix and sometimes it's hard to know where to begin i think there is a growing sense of urgency in this sector globally in southeast asia and south asia where there is a realization that the entire community has to be lifted up in order for the whole community to thrive but it was interesting for example bill gates who started, I believe it's called the Giving Pledge, asking billionaires to give away, I think it's 50% of their wealth in the course of their lifetime. And he had some of the least success in India, where there's a number of billionaires now who just didn't feel inclined to give away their wealth. I think this is not to make any comment around people's generosity, but there's cultural elements to this, of course, like they're everywhere. But my sense is overall, Young business leaders and social entrepreneurs who simply want and do care deeply, of course, there are people who care deeply everywhere, want to live a life of purpose and they want their business also to be giving back and want to be giving their best hours of every day to companies that stand for a bigger purpose. That's also going to propel this movement forward, which seems like it's already beginning to happen across Asia, which is exciting to see.
1: I do hope that young business leaders here in Southeast Asia who want to live a life of purpose would indeed propel this cost marketing movement. Could you give me examples of what you think are the best and worst cost marketing campaigns you've seen recently?
2: Any campaign that isn't transparent or the customer has to think to understand what it means or where the money's going or how much is being raised is just not well executed. Or either it's designed to confuse. I mean, some brands in Australia still say, you know, we support X not-for-profit. Like, what does that mean? Or we give 10% of proceeds from one shirt for one month. What does that mean? I believe these initiatives are all well-intended most of the time in order that they do want to create an impact and they do want to engage their customers at a deeper level. But I just don't think they're often really well thought through and sometimes they can have a negative consequence when they aren't well executed or they're not transparent or they haven't done the due diligence on one of the ngos and if there's an issue with that NGO, it can reflect badly on their brand so there's brand risk exposure as well so our model not because we created it but it does address those issues about full transparency about it being very clear we partner with the ngos but we feature the projects which is where the funds go so the customer really knows that when they choose to send the brands dollar in trafficking for example that's where those funds are going and it's focused on the project rather than just the organization more generally and so it's really just about having that transparency and clarity which is what uh, definitely resonates with with consumers
1: Talking about well-intentioned initiatives, it reminded me of this campaign by MasterCard back in 2018. They had this campaign wherein they said that Lionel Messi and Neymar, for every goal by Lionel Messi and Neymar, they would give 10,000 meals care of the World Food Programme. And I personally thought that it was a sweet initiative. But when I checked social media, I realized that not everyone felt the same way. Some people were saying, well, why not give food in the first place? Why not give meals regardless of whether these football players score a goal? A part of me feels that marketing efforts also sometimes succeeds or fails depending on who's receiving the message. What do you think?
2: Look, there's always a risk that what one does is not going to resonate with everyone. I think... Ultimately, businesses need to consider their own intention and why they're doing it. And like everything in life, it does start with our intention, which you can't hide with clever marketing or clever phrasing or copy. In terms of sort of minimising brand risk, I would urge businesses not to think about how clever they can be, but how transparent and authentic they can be. The example of what you just shared could be They could have perhaps thought through that differently. It sounds like they wanted to gamify it, right? By tying it to the number of goals, but they could have also set a floor instead. Regardless, we're going to donate 10,000 meals. For every additional goal, we're going to donate another X amount. Just something to kind of really have that skin in the game and show their commitment regardless of what happens. So it's not sort of tied to an outcome perhaps one of the key challenges of how does business, who is looking to also receive a benefit, which is there's nothing wrong with that in terms of how can they appeal to their customers, but at the same time not turn them off by making it confusing or inauthentic or not transparent enough or only tying it to the growth of the business.
1: Do you think that there are brands that are a more natural fit to cost marketing than others?
2: Anyone selling anything is being supported by a community. And in that community are challenges and issues. And so I think it can be just as relevant for any business, regardless of their industry. They just need to tailor the message and even the NGOs that they support, the issues they support based on the community that are their customers. And look at this more from a broader stakeholder perspective, like who are all your stakeholders? Is your customer, your staff, your suppliers your community and it's the planet at large right it is the the planet that sustains all of us and to have a longer term perspective which we all need to have because we are reaching an urgent time as a global community there might be more obvious fit for say a cosmetics brand selling to women who are then giving back to women and girls issues in respect to perhaps violence or trafficking or a variety of issues maternal health etc but i think it can With a little bit of imagination, and not much, it can be made, cause marketing and giving back can be made highly relevant to any industry.
1: Going back to NGOs, can you share with us some success stories of communities and causes that have benefited from cause marketing?
2: Well, I wouldn't say they've benefited from cause marketing specifically as much as they have the increased funding. I can give the example of Keisha, a young woman we met in a very remote rural part of Bangladesh about three hours drive from Dhaka. She didn't want to get married at the age of 14, which was what was going to happen. And because of the funding that we and others were able to provide, The Hunger Project, she was able to, by empowering The Hunger Project, to train village elders and men, mostly in a Muslim community, and explain to them that there is no reason or benefit in marrying off their girls at a young age, and it's not in the Quran. no religious expectation for this to happen and their daughters will benefit and the entire community will benefit by supporting their daughters to stay in school as long as possible and she convinced her father her father had been to the training with the funds that we were able to provide helped to provide that training and now there's a movement within that village to not marry off their daughters anymore which is really extraordinary given that this is a community where marrying off their girls at 12 13 14 has been a normal thing for a very long time at the end of the day they're very human stories at the end of the day it's one person it's one family it's one community by raising more funds for these organizations that are doing really life-changing work this is an example of the power that it can have
1: do you see a pattern of people choosing to donate more during christmas time as compared to during the rest of the year
2: we have noticed, on average about six to eight percent of all funding raised are customers additional donations, often giving a lot more than a dollar. And it's really just about making it simple, right, for, for the brands and simple for the customers at that point when they just made a purchase, they've chosen where to give their donations. So they already have made a decision based on what they care about, and then they can add another couple of dollars. It's quite a potent moment for them to do so. They've already got their credit card in their hand. But yeah, it becomes a very busy time of the year. A lot of businesses ramp up leading up to Christmas and Boxing Day. And the beauty of the change model is that we're tied in with every purchase. So as the purchases go up, so do the dollars raised go up. And so overall, there's definitely a very significant increase in the money raised over the next couple of months.
1: Can you give examples of brands that are great at cost marketing? I'm thinking of brands like Patagonia. Can you mention any
2: others? There's a brand in the US called Reformation who have also been very committed to this space. And like Patagonia, the brand becomes synonymous with that transparency, synonymous with their impact, synonymous with being a steward of the community and of the environment. And it's very good for business. Ultimately, if it is good for business, it means they continue doing it, which means they continue to have increased social and or environmental impact. You wouldn't start a retail business now without having some give back or really transparent ethical commitment to being a force for change because you just simply wouldn't be relevant. And so we need to accelerate this globally. And we see this happening in change spearheading this movement of making giving back with every sale a new normal and product and purpose a new normal in terms of how Brands communicate with their customers. But a lot of our brands have really been remarkable in terms of how they've used the messaging. They've been very creative. They've built it into their comms and their campaigns and into the site itself and really built it into the customer journey to explain how they give back and their commitment. And it does become a win win solution for all concerned.
1: I do hope that more businesses become stewards of the community and the environment and they would consciously choose to be a force for change. Is there anything else you would like to add before we conclude?
2: I would just say that for every entrepreneur, every founder, every business person, we cannot continue in a world where profit at any cost is the lens through which we are measuring success. We are all intimately and intricately connected to our communities, to the environment, to the broader world. And it's only a lack of vision and imagination and consciousness which prevents us from really perceiving and understanding that and the importance of it. And so it is the progressive and the innovators and the progressive industries and thinkers and business leaders who today understand that actually they must build this into their business as a non-negotiable part of who they are. And in a country like the Philippines where there's a lot of people living on the poverty line, how can businesses across the Philippines become the solution to the issues that government and NGOs will probably never be able to solve because they don't have the resources? The power of business is enormous. And so by harnessing that potential, we can start to create solutions to very challenging systemic problems which have plagued our communities forever and reimagine how people can live and interact and consume in a far more sustainable way because this is not an issue that we can Outsourced to the next generation. This is impacting us, it's impacting our immediate families and the children that we have or will have in terms of pollution, in terms of air that can't be breathed anymore, in terms of impacts of climate change, in terms of violence against women, in terms of holding women and girls back from realizing their potential. It holds all of us back. And of course, we all want to both work for and run businesses that have a broader purpose because having money is not enough. I mean, we all are aware of the. You can have all the money in the world and be miserable, right? It's about having purpose and it's about being committed to something bigger than ourselves. It's about belonging, being part of something bigger than ourselves. The quicker that all all business leaders and all employees who work for companies demand that businesses give back, demand that businesses stand for change, demand that businesses have a deeper purpose, the quicker we're gonna start to solve some of these most complex, intractable, social and environmental issues.
0: And that concludes another episode of B-side. Once again, you heard iEqual Change founder Jeremy Meltzer talking to Business World Reporter Patricia Marisol. A few takeaways from the conversation. Cause marketing isn't about being clever. It's about authenticity, transparency, and simplicity. We understand what a dollar is. On the iEqual Change platform, brands are making a difference a dollar at a time. And with a little creativity and imagination, other businesses can figure out how to do the same. This B-Side episode was recorded remotely on October 30. This is Samuel Marcelo. Thanks for listening.